music and conversation about improv, sound and exploration. Well, hello, welcome to another EAT podcast. This is episode number 17 and it's the second part of the process. Uh, so we're in the process of making an album or actually not making it yet. We are just rehearsing and um, we talk about it at length. Um, we're talking about playing compositionally, uh, what we like, what we didn't like, what was annoying to us, um, what we want to change. We even have some uh, tips for other bands. If you uh, happen to be in a band where you play weird instruments and uh, like some experiments, well, we have some little tips for you. Of course, you can listen to all or uh, albums we already made. Uh, please go to our bandcamp that is electroacoustictrio.bandcamp.com and um, you can also support us via our Patreon site that is patreon.com slash eat the podcast. Now enjoy. Here we are again. Just practicing rehearsal, right? Rehearsal session. Number 42. <laughs> Almost. Mm-hmm. Why? We're recording an album in January. Probably. Probably. I uh, We haven't set any dates yet. No. Did we? No. That's smart. We should do Very that. Smart. Let's talk about that. Uh, <laughs> it's November, almost <laughs> December. Okay. So we did a rehearsal. Was it different from the last time? Or what was different from the last time? Uh, for me, it was very different because I uh, we, I took very little stuff to her rehearsal. Did you uh, see it as well? Mm-hmm. So I only took a tape recorder. So we already t- talked about uh, uh, gates and sidechain compression and stuff like that. Uh, we don't have to explain all the gates and no. compression stuff. The heavy uh, technical stuff we leave aside. So yeah. I only took some percussion then with me. And may- maybe a little t- too scarce. Uh, but it worked out very fine. Mm-hmm. I was really uh, happy with what I had to focus on, thanks to Timo. Yeah, but your your basic setup was still the microphone with uh, went yeah. through the gates. Yep, absolutely. But you you uh, put other stuff in the microphone. I did. Yeah. Or you you recorded other stuff. Yeah, with all in mind that all the other stuff that we already rehearsed is gonna gonna be fine. Gonna use that anyway, except maybe for the oscillators that we uh, discussed. And that was a little. You you thought it was a little annoying. Was it the the beeps of of that, or was it something else? Yeah, maybe the beeps that that were yeah. just were always the same and yeah, yeah, uh, always the same loudness, which got a little bit annoying yeah. when listening back to the rehearsal. Yeah, something I might be ditching. And you brought a big tape machine. Yeah. Now, it, is that something you want to keep doing or not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the, the sound is it's already it works immediately. And uh, again, the the gates made it sure. Uh, I I always have the feeling that uh, when I talk about the gates and w- when the sound gets sucked out mm-hmm. uh, out of it, that you think well. Is it really that interesting? But when I heard it on the uh, on my headphones, it, exactly what I wanted. But maybe for you guys, it's a little bit different. Maybe 
you trigger uh, my gate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's, I think, extra hard for you to uh, um, impl- implement what's uh, what's coming out sound-wise. Mm. Uh, nah, I don't know. I'm not really uh, thinking about that when I'm playing. Cool. Well, just trusting uh, your uh, your geniality <laughs> in uh, in choices. So. Well, then uh, mission accomplished. So uh, yeah, I I took very little with me. Uh, long story short, and uh, it's turned out really focused this rehearsal for me. Was it uncomfortable to use this approach? Like you had a maybe more, if I could say, less is more approach today. Yeah, it's fine, but. Uh, as we're playing, that's that turns out fine. But before you you start, and we started the first song, and I I was looking around me and I thought, oh god, I got really not much to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, that can be a little awkward. So what what shall I do? Well, let's just dedicate on that one shaker that I have. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And in the end, did it feel like enough, or? It could also be that you want to have more options. Like yeah, for one, for an album, it's it isn't enough, I guess. But okay, for one song, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And and what do you miss? Uh, is it the versatility in choices? That yeah, you can well, make? we 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 all have the, a little bit of the, the dynamic. We record one song, or we play one song this time, but most of the time we record it, mm-hmm. and then we're. We're done, and the three of us, all of us, are then starting to adjust our our things. Right? You start to with the knobs and the and, mm-hmm. and the patch yeah. cables. You start to uh, adjust something. Yeah. Uh, so we're we 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 really have a mindset of changing our stuff mm-hmm. on a track by track basis. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, well. That's what I missed right now. Because I have the idea, I only have this. You couldn't going really on. change. Uh, couldn't change the very much. No. I mean, you no. could take a different instrument, but the process was the same. Yeah, exactly. So that was different. Okay. Ah. Okay. And for you? For me, uh, well, last time I I, I felt after uh, listening back to what we did, uh, I I just I I, I missed some. Uh, uh, direct acoustic instruments to play myself um, and that could be very simple so I uh, took the what's the thing melodica yeah and the flute to uh, do something more and and the rest was kind of the same only I did not prepare any uh, patches no. up front so uh, I, I stepped in a little bit more blank but I think ah. we are a little mm-hmm. bit on the same page. On that front, that's mm-hmm. we already thought out what we want to do uh, electronic-wise, right? With, with the gates and the sidechain, you with your patches. But the new stuff, I remember uh, Tima and I looking at each other when you started with the flute or with the harmonica, and we thought, yeah, that's really refreshing, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's an extra option or color sometimes. Too many options can uh, scatter the music, but yeah, um, didn't. It should still it blend. Yeah. Uh, so you you had like more choices, and Tobias had less choices. Uh-huh. It's funny. Yeah, true. And <laughs> and you said you like uh, yeah, 
normally you prepare some patches mm-hmm. uh, almost always i think before the session yeah it's it's not that i i pre-patch anything mm-hmm. but i just practice a little bit and i know okay let's try this patch and this patch and this patch or yeah. this way of patching yeah there, there were some sounds that i recognized yeah of before. course yeah yeah but and, that that yeah. are stuff that i remember and i think could be fun still always when i play the thing but sometimes you you really prepare and and uh well then you get to real new stuff so that was also there but uh, uh now it, it was just by accident <laughs> and did it help to be like what was for you the difference in being let's say less prepared uh compared to uh taking more time in advance to mm. to set up it was a little less hands-on yeah because i when i prepare a patch i, I make it hands-on uh-huh. so i can respond more yeah uh, well, I in can the moment, more in the moment, yeah. And now it was a little less, um, but I could still respond <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, uh, yeah, you you make it up uh, at the moment, but it's 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 less thought through. Did it help the creative part, or yeah? Normally, I I have uh, a few ideas, mm-hmm. uh, but. When when we rehearse, I I like the first three songs. I'm through my IDs, mm. and then it's also like this: the the free patching. Mm-hmm. So um, now it was only sort of free patching. Mm. So that was, uh, but that was okay. I I I could focus more on seeing what happens. Yeah. In this way, yeah. and, and just treat the instrument uh, blank. Yeah. Blank I, page. I think I don't know how it was for you, Tobias, but. For me, there was uh, when we were playing. I was not feeling like, oh, I wish he he had prepared his patches. <laughs> yeah, but it was maybe also because we were exploring different ways of um, communicating and yeah. using composition in the improvisation. Maybe it also worked. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a different focus. Mm-hmm. So uh, Timo. <laughs> <laughs> You you brought a different uh, kick and snare and uh, w- yeah. whatnot. What yeah. did you bring? Uh, it's not what we uh, discussed, right? No, we're, no, we're a little naughty. Um, uh, so to uh, recap, I have brought bass, snare, hi-hat, and a cymbal to the sessions. And in the previous times, I have um, experimented with different bass drums, snares, and hi-hats, and uh, last session I turned the bass drum to my left foot and the hi-hat to my right foot. Mm. And then last session uh, we had quite some nice uh, um, interaction going with um, transducers and with piezo. And I was teaching elementary school kids on really small cajons, which were like half the size with a, a, a big hole for the sound to come out. And I remember once we talked about what I could do as a drummer with using electronics. And then Tobias said, yeah, you, you basically need like a, a wooden box there you can put a mic in. I was like, oh, I have a lot of wooden boxes now. <laughs> um, so today I brought uh, one to act as a bass drum, which I played with my pedal. 
and I brought one also uh, for my snare drum. And um, yeah, just to see how does the piezo react uh, uh, and what is also the actual sound of the boxes. Could I use it as a bass drum? You complained about that it sounded higher on the bass, right? Yeah, it was a bit like uh, last time I had the difficulty that um, I was thinking bass drum and then I heard a hi-hat. Yeah. And this time I was playing the bass drum and I heard a, a wood block, <laughs> basically. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is not that bad, but um, as a snare drum it worked really well, I think. Because it there's a small uh, string in there, uh, so it was ba- basically was a snare drum, but not with skins, but with wood. And I, l- b- what I liked the most was uh, the sounds uh, that you got out of it. And you, um, uh, we put one piezo. Um, it was directly, I was hitting it directly with uh, with the bass drum pedal, and you could. Uh, turn on the sound and it was nice. So yeah. I was basically exploring like how could I use these uh, boxes uh, in my setup. Yeah. Yeah. And? Um, yeah, I think um, I could use them. Uh, last time Euro said like, maybe we could use several snare drums. So maybe put it on the left side, you know, have the mm-hmm. normal snare drum in the middle and then right. left from the Hyatt, maybe the box with the piezo. Yeah, could be nice. Like, then we have like, a, yeah, almost like a trumpet, but then it's a wooden box. Yeah, um, so it's a yeah. nice different sound. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I think uh, was was nice to uh, to check that out. Yeah. So, so I guess we're all exploring with a different gear, right? And maybe to combine it in January with. Uh, yeah, where the recording is. Yeah, it's not all about gear, of course, but no. um, you want to. Yeah, if you have the time with these rehearsals, um, you want to use all the all the different instruments which you have um, yeah. to see. Hey, well, yeah, it's a rehearsal, so if it doesn't work, you can say, okay, next time, uh, mm-hmm. something else. And will you use the same mindset as you? Uh, you your right foot will. Will it always play something high uh, the next time? Or is it possible you could return to a kick drum or, or is something low? Um, I don't know yet. Will you um, that idea? It helps that you don't see it as a as a, the drum kit that you always play. I think in that way it helped, although the sound was quite short and high <laughs> and not that versatile. Yeah. So I, I I want to explore it more, but then I would like it to be more versatile in like sound-wise. An, an extra sound, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe something else uh, as a bass drum. That could be a nice idea. But, yeah. but what will be the question then? Maybe a right symbol? A right symbol? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let's see. But yeah. <laughs> Or maybe a, a really big drum. A really big, a long, a very long sound. Yeah. Well, we explored it a little bit with your electronics on the on, on the bass pedal, right? Yeah. What kind of sound was that? Yeah, that was well, <laughs> that sound is called a gong. A gong. A gong. Okay, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> it's a symbol. <laughs> yeah, but it's that's like the the 
It's like a drum sound from the Seat Lombard. Ah, cool. Mm. Uh, thing. That's but why, it was yeah. just oh, a trigger cool. from from you, Timo. Went yeah. into the gong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. And I could make it a kick or something higher, of course. But yeah, yeah so it only a, 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 a matter of pitching the sound. Yeah. Yeah. Only pitch. Pitch and and uh, the resonance. Yeah, and maybe. Also, yeah. did the same with your snare. I put it in the uh, in the synth too. Mm-hmm. To, uh, to the noise. Yeah. Uh, so you you triggered also the noise, which made your snare box more snarey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds funny. Made made your snare box more snarey. <laughs> 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 nice. Uh, yeah. So maybe an idea is to um, to use the the gong sound, but that I could maybe change the pitch myself. Yeah. Ooh. That's possible. And then choose for each composition. Hey, I want a high sound now for the bass drum and now a low sound. Or maybe you you, you use the gong sound, but not with your bass pedal, but with something else. Mm-hmm. That's also possible, yeah. Yeah, let's see. That's maybe yeah, something to... What, what I, I thought later, or just now, um, <laughs> 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 is now you, you triggered the sound, yeah. but the same trigger could also do something set something else uh, another chain in working yeah, yeah and yeah. that i didn't do it at all this mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. but that's also pretty cool that that you do something and is there a chain of sounds a chain of sound or or, or movements um semi-random but it it just put it in action mm. yeah that's something cool mm. something to gain there still i should that's explore nice. that yeah yeah did we make enough connections no no, <laughs> what uh, what will well, we a little bit? I, I mean, we had uh, the piezos from Timo to me to my synth, mm-hmm. and it also triggered your gates, Tobias. Yeah, and I did something sometimes trigger your gates. We experimented a little bit with yeah. that, yeah. And I think I used the transducer once. Oh, I haven't on heard your uh, box, mm-hmm. Timo. Yeah, on your your. Uh, did it work? The rhythm box. box. Yeah. Mm. Not what? really. Not really. It, I think the the box is not resonant enough mm. to work uh, nice. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what should we do differently next time, with the, uh, with regard to the transducers? Yeah, we. Well, last time Timo really played with the transducers. Yeah, on the snare drum. Cool. Yeah, that was quite uh, resonant, also. Yeah. Do so something so like that, or on thin really surfaces, bro. Or in a yeah. floor tomb could also work. Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah. Just yeah, the plate reverb or the plate, but that's really, really reverb. I get, I get reverb. it. Yeah, of course. But just so, something more resonant, yeah. like uh, yeah, I don't know, or the piano again, or mm. oh yeah, we had the piano. Yeah. the last time that yeah. worked pretty nice, huh? Yeah, we what? should do it, uh, try something with that. Yeah, or yeah. think about it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So we need at least one more rehearsal, probably. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I think we 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 should uh, rethink things a bit more through and talk about it. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. I think this ses- session was more about trying uh, different uh, ways of shifting gears. Yeah. You 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 said we 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 did a little bit more composition wise. Yeah. Uh, improvising composition wise. Yeah. 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 So. One thing I noticed from the session we did is that um, with all these triggers and long sounds, um, 
it's really easy to make a soundscape and to make like long uh, compositional landscapes. Yeah. But it's really uh, harder to make sudden switches and um, mm-hmm. the soundscapes are nice, but they're almost too much a comfort zone sometimes. Yeah. Um, so today we try to make more sudden switches that when somebody uh, would uh, in, initiate an, a different direction, we would all uh, try to follow it. And um, with the drums, it's really easy because you're it's so direct with the sticks. You just yeah. Yeah. change your rhythm and, and then you're, you're there. And we tried also uh, with your setup to make more sudden switches and you had to adjust, I think. Yeah. Uh, but it, but but you adjusted. So, um, how did you adjust to making the sudden switches? What did you have to change to change direction in the music? Yeah, I I think it can be done more. I have to to look into that more. But I used uh, touch packs, something like that on the uh, on the synth. So when I touch the synth. It yes, would, uh, that was your sound. direct sound. Yeah, yeah. And then you have you have a few different sounds uh, depending on where you touch yeah. the synth. Yeah. So they gave you an extra option. Yeah. Yeah. And also the 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 uh, I had the microphone for the for the flute. Mm-hmm. That yeah. also did. Some, I could be more direct with that. Mm-hmm. Didn't use it for that. Mm-hmm. I think, but that um, that's an option too. Mm-hmm. But that's something I I. I I need to work on. <laughs> mm. Yeah, also because you, it, it's really more landscapey what we do, mm-hmm. soundscaping. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be cool if, if we could have more conversations too in the music. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think so too. I mean, soundscape is yeah. cool, but yeah. it's only soundscape if it's only that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you, Tobias, you you had tape, of course. Yeah. So how did you um, uh, manage to change direction? Um, I didn't have many options, as you know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, I, I I can do little things with pitch and volume, and mm-hmm. th- there's also a delay which I can crank up a bit, uh, which which works. Mm-hmm. But I think in the end I want to use different methods to make this. Uh, make the switch that we mm-hmm. talked about. Mm-hmm. So I think um, uh, switching from one gated instrument to another, or maybe just the live instruments uh, as well, uh, would work better for me, I guess. Yeah. Was your microphone? Uh, could you only hear it through your stuff, or was it also like direct? Hearable? No, it was only for rec- recording this time. Ah, so okay. that's a big. Yeah. 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 Could could you also like? Let's say if we are in a certain part, already prepared the next part while we're still playing one part. Yeah, I, but I, I think, yeah, of course that's possible. Yeah, but there's also uh, I, I used my voice last time. Last time I used yeah. my voice with another uh, with a freeze, I guess, yeah. and, and some oh, yeah. other instruments, and that's much more direct. Mm-hmm. That's much more hands on. I'm, I'm, I want to hear this i can do it pretty much yeah uh the next time yeah. so i guess yeah that's gonna work better yeah i think that the link between you both was that you both were uh, grabbing more acoustic instruments 
you need microphones for that actually yeah, yeah. because we, we of course we heard it heard it but it didn't really went through your uh, processing no no that's right but because we were not recording it was okay now yeah <laughs> yeah but that that exactly. was made your you uh, more versatile yeah like that so and that's that's it for me i guess yeah yeah oh. and i also think you sometimes you can even do sort of the same sounds but if you change the the speed of the sounds or the tempo then it also feels like a change already yeah. mm -hmm. and so there are many parameters which influence change uh yeah. uh because sometimes it can it can be it, it is cool to to go to total different world it, it can really work and surprise um but sometimes the the solution is way closer by sometimes even taking away one thing mm -hmm. and then you hear just two sounds by itself and you think oh this sounds like a different tempo or a different melody or different uh feeling um so sometimes taking away can also uh, inspire like what is the new direction to take or yeah i think this this is a very uh, good conclusion what you also for you are rehearsing um and or want to become better at uh improvising together or mm -hmm. playing music together um yeah this for us today this was an exercise mm. and, and you can try sort of musical gymnastics and i don't mean gymnastic gymnastics in the way that who's the more virtuoso but more to stretch That's me, your of course <laughs> yeah, the, to stretch your musical limbs, you know, you say, okay, I always make this choice or yeah. we always yeah. go this direction. Let's just practice yeah. to go a different direction. Yeah. And then you sort of see that you, you stretch yourself and that there, when you actually do a gig or you uh, make the official recording, you don't have to use all of that, but you know that you have more options. Yeah. And also when somebody then... It takes the initiative to go certain direction you understand each other better yeah and yeah today like to give an example we said like okay uh often we sound with uh, start with the soundscape long notes mm -hmm. uh, let's start with uh, uh something harsh something with a lot of notes and then try to make a switch into the uh, soundscape stuff we normally do and then make an ending and it sounds really rigid and a bit like too thought out, but as an exercise, it's great because sometimes the music can just go on and mm. and you don't uh, react on each other anymore, uh, and you become sort of lazy in making choices. Yeah. Um, mm. So if you are feeling like with your band or project, you're feeling a bit stuck, then just try. Hey, what happens if we do the opposite of what we normally do? And they can always say, okay, we're not going to do that, but you always learn something or you, you learn a new rhythm or uh, a way uh, how the uh, roles between you and the, and the, and the other members of the band are. So maybe that's also a cool thing to sort of uh, give back to the listener that um, if you sort of feel stuck in your project, then um, this is a great way. Not that we were totally stuck. It's also about <laughs> exploring. But, but as you said, Raoul, like last time we felt like, oh, Something needs to change, you know, and that's good because uh, you don't want to become too, com uh, yeah, too much in your comfort zone. And um, 
then you can just yeah try these things. It was also just a lot of fun to try it yeah. and, and do that. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So if any listener is in the situation, <laughs> he plays with the Seat Lombard, three <laughs> drum boxes. <laughs> Tape recorder. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and a flute. And a flute. <laughs> and mini kagels. And eating Dutch candy on yeah. the side. Yes. <laughs> then try this. Great. Nice conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. It was a privilege to play with you. It was. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.